All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. in one night it, it still exists we still have fast p last i thought we lost the rights i thought that surely someone had come in snatched it up yeah you know I, they moved our trademark to fast f- fast pot last watt <laughs> and, and we just lost it completely but i found it in the in the basement and i blew the dust out of the little slot and put right. it in and it's yep. working press it up and down a few times reset reset and we're good Cole, we're back it's i don't know if we can call it fast peak anymore because we're pretty slow on the show and i don't know if we can call it last week anymore because it's really like three months of catching <laughs> up we got to do and we have 30 minutes this show is timed Cole. there we're contractually obligated to not keep this thing running for basically any more time at all that's true there's some news we have to talk about Cole, and we're gonna we're gonna blitz through these topics in fast form and the only way we can do that is because we just finished our Rippets from the last show, powered by Rippet Energy Fuel. Do you have any left in that? I actually do. Okay. Well, mine's empty. Um, and that's why you, you, you do this show second and not first. Okay. <laughs> Let's get right into it, Cole. Shall we? Just jump right Let's into things. fast peak last week. Go! Okay. Let me start my timer. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. I'm a little bit behind. That's fine. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know if you heard the news, but we're going to Berlin. What? Yeah. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Boy, does it feel good. The last time we did the show was when we had not gone to Iceland. <laughs> and I called it Reykjavik. It was all it was just a nightmare. The whole thing was bad. Uh, we now know how to say Reykjavik. We now know what it will be like to see this team on the international stage. What does it mean to you, Cole, as a fan, as an enthusiast, as someone who wants to learn a bit more about 100 Thieves Valorant? <laughs> uh, which I certainly do, by the way. Yeah. Answer. Uh-huh. Uh, no, uh, so this past <laughs> week, it's hard, to, uh, it's hard to overstate how much it meant for 100 Thieves as an org, right? Because we, we just finished up the LCS show where we talked about qualifying for Worlds in, in the face of a lot of doubt. Um, and now here we are basically doing kind of the same thing here uh, with a trip to Berlin. I mean, this continues to cement us as like, we are one of the top orgs in NA Valorant. And guess what? NA is one of the best regions, maybe the best region we'll ha- we'll get to see since Vision Strikers will be playing. Um, and and to, for us to be in that company is what we need because we're tired of the hoodie org thing that's over mm-hmm. and done with, right? We, mm-hmm. That's been played out. Uh, it's time for us to make a statement and we didn't get the chance as you mentioned in, in uh, Iceland. Now it's on to Berlin. Yeah. And, and for me, I feel like the, the way that we lost our ticket to Iceland, it was in just the closest yeah. of games, the sm- slimmest of margins against Sentinels that really kind of knocked us out and it wasn't just them, but that was, I mean, it was close and then they won the whole dang thing. So I do feel like there's a little bit of, 
you know, when we were at Worlds in, in the LCS, we lost to the most stacked group of all time, it turns out. The, you know, the two finalists. I think it was finalists? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, two Worlds finalists in yeah. one group, yep. Two Worlds finalists in one group, and us. Uh, so there's a little bit of that where it's like, all right, we're, we're, we now have our ticket to the show. We get to go. This one is so important for the eventual real deal end of the year thing and i can't remember the name of it now but it's important and we're pretty much guaranteed you don't know points. it's vct stage six final stage one of final championship stage <laughs> qualifiers oh we're cole. way over time let's keep this moving i knew we were that's why i didn't continue the joke cole next one coming up it's time for a little progress check and uh it's it's about ethan specifically cole Look, I think uh, he, he came in, if my, my timeline is right, came in pretty quickly before uh, the whole Iceland thing happened. And we just spent a lot of time thinking like, man, it's, it's a rush job. We haven't had a ton of time with this guy. Not whether it's before Iceland or not. We just, he was kind of an unknown quantity. It was all about potential and promise. We've seen a lot more of Ethan. Um, and it feels like there are things that are absolutely there on track. And it feels like there are still just some question marks. So Take us through in your mind, how are you feeling, one, but what would you say is happening as you'd hope to see? What would you still say you need to see more of? So the context for Ethan, remember, is that highly talented um, CSGO convert that we're bringing over who's young, somebody who, you know, if he can make the leap to this game could be like, you know, uh, crazy permanent talent. Um I don't think we've, we've hit that level with him, right? I don't think he's lived up to the promise of what he could be, but it hasn't really been that freaking long. <laughs> um, I'm still like, like Valorant's a new esport, so it's hard to contextualize these things, of course, because everybody is pretty new to the game, you know, but um, I just feel like Ethan still has a lot of room to grow. And what we did find out, especially in this last um, tournament, is that his sky is nasty. His mm -hmm. sky is like a game changer. The dude, like, he's basically turns into Asuna when he's playing on Sky. If we can <laughs> unlock him with more things like that, uh, just find, you know, another one or two agents where he's that comfortable and that effective. I mean, he's going to fit in just great. I have no desire to move on from him right now. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think um, it does still feel like we are continuing to see improvements from Ethan, important ones. Um, I think the thing for me is... When you look at our squad overall, you're, you're starting to get, I mean, I think you can say like we're in, the, we're in the top conversations in the region. That's becoming very clear. That's not a, a question. I'm not worried about that. What I'm interested to see still with Ethan is what, what will his identity be in the scene? And I don't feel like we have a good sense for that yet. Um, like you look at Asuna and, you know, he's like, he's the, the, young, the, pro, the young prodigy. Like I feel like that's starting to become his thing. Like he's the, the guy who's going to go off on these insane just sprees where it's like he has completely turned the game upside down. So I'm, I'm, I, I have confidence that we'll continue to see him develop towards that. I don't feel like we're there yet, um, but I'm not at all coming close to saying that we need to reconsider that. Yeah. Um, all right. Boy, that one quick. Okay. There, there's some things I want to talk to you about composition and, Specifically, we saw KO come out. Um, 
I want to talk about the difference leading up to Iceland compared to how it's leading up to Berlin, specific yeah. to some of the looks we saw the team bring, um, and how that how you're feeling about that so far as like an indicator for our preparation comfort in the meta like what are you yeah. thinking as you see some of these picks coming out sure well I, th I think you know it first of all talking about before iceland it was you know a case of we didn't play astro like in our comps like we weren't prepared to really execute with astro when all the other teams seemed to have that as a part of their strategy and oddly it felt like we were out of step with things you know it was like wasn't meta um and I think like this, this pre Berlin run that we had is kind of like the opposite of that, you know, where, where, like you mentioned, we bring out KO KO had very low presence in the tournament. Mm -hmm. Um, we played, we had Ethan on sky, which was a game changer, especially the way he was using it. We had, uh, a breach played by, uh, Hiko, which looked actually a lot better than you might think. And I, th I think it was like, somebody mentioned that there was was the the breach pick maybe was just like kind of a spur of the moment decision i love to see that right i love to see us yeah. prepared to do new things as opposed to lagging behind um as we did before iceland to me this is like a great sign for the team and um i think we saw a few promising things along the way and again as we've always talked about when you show those things teams have to prepare for it yeah and I, I agree with you. I think the flexibility is what I'm really excited about here. Um, I think this team is super smart. And what I mean by that is, I think they make the most of the... It's almost like, you know, they, they talk a lot about it's seeding from here, right? Or, like, it's all just prize pool from this point on. And I think that we have historically taken advantage of those opportunities to just try stuff. Yeah. Um, and I know the first runaround with Sentinels we had, somebody mentioned, I think it was Hiko. Like, we tried some new stuff, didn't work. We'll see him again. Um, we'll talk more about the Sentinels matchups. But I do see us doing that, taking advantage of our, our competitive opportunities to try new looks when we've secured the most important things. Um, so I'm glad to see that continuing to happen. We're seeing it even more now, which I think is positive, especially because competition is going to be that much more uh, intense in Berlin. Cole, last fast peak, and then we'll do some slow peaks. Um, we've had two matches against Sentinels in this tournament yeah. and, uh, they are a good team. I don't know if you knew this <laughs> about them. Are we, are we, and so I don't want to know, like, are we as good as Sentinels on our best day? Could we beat them? Are, are we seeing progress there? Like, are you feeling like we are making meaningful progress when it comes to playing against certainly the best team in our region, arguably the best team in the world? Uh, how are you feeling about our matches against them? Yeah, so I think I think the big thing is like I'm just happy to play them twice. You know, you you want to get reps against those teams. Part of the thing about Berlin, or I'm sorry, about Iceland that sucked was that we didn't get to go and play all of those teams from other regions that played entirely differently right. and they're at the top of their region. We didn't get that experience. We didn't get to like boot camp there or anything, right? So playing against Sentinels, the best team in the world until proven otherwise. I mean, two rounds when it matters. That's pretty awesome. That's a great two. experience for us. Two. Uh, two, I'm sorry, two matches. Not yeah, two, rounds. Yeah. two matches. Uh, I, that, that I'm very happy that we got the chance to do that. And it does feel like, I mean, they've, they've hard gapped us. We're actually going to talk about Sentinels a lot tonight. They've, they've gapped us um, over the last matches. 
But we did see signs of progress between the first Sentinels match and the second Sentinels match. And the second Sentinels match was a lot longer, so it kind of maybe fell apart, you know. But <laughs> I, I think, like, that experience is only doing good things for us, so I'm happy to have it, even if it means we're losing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really worried about the losses of Sentinels. I mean, for, to start with, I think they are a better team than us. And that's fine. Hot when, take. It, yeah. When, when, when your opponent has just won the first international tournament um, in pretty convincing fashion, and a lot of the things that we thought were true about them are true about them, <laughs> yeah, okay, th this is a really, really good team. That's the bar. Um, so a combination of the things I talked about, which is like, you get free stage time against Sentinels, you, you make the most of that time. And of course you try to play for the win. Like, I don't think, it, I'm not sandbagging and saying like, oh, don't worry about the loss. Like, doesn't, we'll, we'll see who really wins when we get to Berlin. Um, I think they're better than us. But I think there's a lot we can learn from them. And so it's valuable. Um, and, I, and I was also encouraged. I do think we're progressing. Uh, and that's, that's kind of what you want to see when you're playing against the top talent. Boom! Those are the fast peaks, Cole. <laughs> and boy, are they fast. I'm reminded every time we do this just how quick they are. Yep. And so now it's time, Cole, for our next segment of the show, which is a little bit more laid back. I'm going to catch my breath for a second and reset my timer to a much more generous 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> and we're going to talk about this. <laughs> a couple things. Sentinels. Sentinels is the, the, the title of our next segment. And it's just it's a few things specifically. Our relationship with them, it's a, it's a good relationship. It's strong. We are <laughs> loving with one another. Uh, and the broader hopes of North America in the international scene. And I'll start you off with a, uh, a statistic here, Cole. It's a happy one. We're 0-7. Yeah, it's not happy. That, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. We're 0-7 in our last seven matches against Sentinels. They've got our number. Um, they are, as I said, very good. We have two wins against them all time. And so the question is this, does this even count as a rivalry? It's one of our favorite questions to ask Yeah, because people love to focus on rivalries so much in esports, And, you know, it's kind of hard when you don't have like 80 years of history and like bitter rivalries between the cities already or like the, the, the place, the location. So is this a rivalry? Can you count this as a rivalry? How are you feeling about this one overall? So, you know, the, the thing about rivalries that we've always mentioned that you're alluding to is like you, you ha both teams have to win for it to really be a thing. Otherwise, it's just like little brother and big brother situation, you know? Um, and so in that sense, it's not, it's not usually that interesting. I mean, we did have a couple of really close maps. We won a map. Um, mm -hmm. We, I think we lost the first map 13-11. So it was like almost yeah. the first map. We almost went up 2-0 basically. Um, which is promising, but until we start beating them, um, I don't think it's really a rivalry, you know what I mean? But yeah. at the same time, it does feel like our two teams have separated themselves from the pack in terms of, of where people, uh, or I guess how people respect us, right? Yeah. Envy is kind of <clears throat> there too, but <clears throat> not really in the same category. It, it feels like, um, it feels like everybody's like Sentinels is the best and hundred thieves. They are the next best. <laughs> and then after that, it's like, eh, who cares? Right. You know what right. I mean? And, and so while, while we're not going to 
you know, so, so contextualizing this for like balance, Hey, we need to beat them seven times for it to be an even rivalry, <laughs> like in a row without dropping it. Yeah. So that's not going to happen anytime soon, even if we start winning. Um, but at the same time, it feels like there is this kind of thing where we're together, you know, and, and I think there's a respectful relationship there. I mean, one of the things that I really liked that I saw was before the match Sentinels tweeted out, this is the battle of NA's best. We built yeah. this region. Right. You know what I mean? Which is cool. Cause it's not like this is the showcase of the best versus the rest. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like they're, that's yeah. an inclusive way to, to say that. And then saying we built this region, which feels true. I mean, like we, we did win first strike mm-hmm. and, um, under thieves definitely has like the brand value, the name value and Valorant that we were hoping that we would have. So, I actually really, really appreciate that. And um, it's interesting that that's kind of powerful enough in people's minds to kind of maybe skip over the fact that we always get destroyed. It's not like people don't know we always get destroyed by yeah. them, but you know, it's, it's like it, if this was league of legends, people wouldn't be so understanding and kind about that. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's, it is interesting, right? Because we're, we're in the subset of teams that can say we built this. Yeah. We are not in that subset in League of Legends. And we are constantly trying to fight our way into the in-crowd in League of Legends as a result, I feel like. And I, and I genuinely f- believe and feel like with, when it comes to Valorant, we are in the conversation of teams who belong at the top. Yeah. And I, I think you hit it perfectly when you talked about the brand, the name recognition, you know, the players, the, the cred in the scene, like, and it's kind of goofy because we weren't even at Iceland, you know, but it, it does feel like everybody expects us to do well when we show up to these events. And I think right now what we have is um, we, we've kind of returned to the form, it feels like a little bit, where we're always a dangerous team. And I think it was just a, a combination of factors, a little bit out of our control. Um, but also we had the roster switch. Tens. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the dude is insane. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. Like it feels like it's, it's one, it's good to hear. And I, it, it's nice that they're taking an approach of like, you belong in this conversation with us. Um, Cause they don't have to do that. But I, I think it speaks yeah, right. a lot to the way, you know, like they could, they can very easily take they've the won, like oh. they've won the last three majors, right? Yeah, and, and it's like they could they could instead go the low route and say like, "Oh, hoodie org, about to put you back in your place," you know? Yeah, right. It's just an entirely different approach, and I think that it it's smart what they're doing, which is basically to say our region is strong, and so you know that's the thing. Because if we go and we roll over a hoodie org, I'm like okay, well, so what? Everybody, everybody should beat them. All they do is sell hoodies. But instead, what they're doing is saying, our region is good, and we are the best. And I don't <laughs> think that's arguable right now. To their credit, they are the best in the region. Uh, and they have, I think, across the board, just outstanding players. Like, they had multiple different people popping off. They are so good. Yeah, um, they are unbelievable. Yeah, so I think it contextualizes a little bit how the games have gone with us, where I don't feel bad about the fact that there are maps where we just don't compete with them, really. The ways that they, they win maps and they you know, kind of dismantle teams, 
they are a bit in a different tier. Um, and I think that's fine right now. I don't feel bad about that when I consider kind of where we fit into the broader picture here. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought up like the whole taking us with them and like saying our region is strong. Cause I think ultimately that's what this is all about. Um, is the fact that like that if we have, we have a chance. I mean, we, so, so Iceland kind of set the standard of Sentinels is the best NA is the best, you know, now again, we didn't have vision strikers there, so we'll have to see what happens in this next international tournament. Um, yeah. but it certainly feels like there's respect for NA and we are among the, the reasons why, you know, and despite not going to Iceland. So this is cool. Yeah. And, and, um, I hope that the showing from all the NA teams, even Envy, which I, I don't particularly care for them at all. And I think there's no secret there, but I hope they, I hope we all crush and just, just like settle this for good, you know, at least for now that yeah. NA is the region that you need to worry about. Um, and being a part of that would be super special. You know what I mean? Cause then it's like, you know, it's like think, think of you know, being an LCS fan and thinking about like Fnatic and G2. You know, yeah. being like, those are teams that it's like the big brothers, that's the region that we can't really beat, you know, that sort of thing. And being that to other people uh, could be really special. So, yeah, yeah I, let, I think we're me, on a good track with it, and I hope it continues. Let me ask you this. Um, thinking ahead to Berlin, knowing that Sentinels is there, knowing that Sentinels is who they are, we know who they are. How, like, what is your expectation? And specifically when it comes to what would you leave Berlin feeling accomplished with, right? Like, what do like you what hope would to it see take for a hundred thieves to feel good? You, I want, I'm yeah, that, but also you as a fan, like help me contextualize. Cause I think some, I'm, I'm, I guess I don't feel like we need to leave with the trophy to feel like we've accomplished no. what we set out to. Yeah. I don't get either. when we get there. So what is that in your mind i don't know where i said it because like a lot of it is i just don't know what the formats look like and how they shake out um what i i definitely don't think we need to win it all right mm -hmm. um i think even if we if we just go like 500 i feel okay <clears throat> what the only like bad outcome for me is like if we if we get kind of rolled to yeah. me that's like the only the this is all about um uh, like status and respect, you know what I mean? And I feel yep. like you can get that way that, you know, get there if you win like half your matches, right? right? Because then it's like, you belong here. But if we go and we get embarrassed, like if we don't win a match, that's not going to be a good look for us. And then it turns into, well, they've got Sentinels and no one else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that to me, that's really all I need. And I have low standards for this. I mean, some people want us to, you know, perform at the highest level and be right up there with Sentinels, that would be peachy. I'd love it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm honestly, I like clearly you and I don't watch all the other regions of Valorant. So mm -hmm. yeah. it's hard to know like what to expect. I just want, I just want to have like a good first international outing. That's all I want. I don't yeah. need victories. You, you want some victories you want. I don't need, I don't need the ultimate victory. You don't need the cup. Or whatever they're giving to people, the trophy, the pizza um, party, the pizza party, <laughs> the distanced pizza party. All right, but look here. Here's I'm going to say one more thing, and then we'll get to the next segment. Um, I think the other thing that 
this is the second ever international tournament. It's, it is all about, we're establishing the pecking order in this sport. Yes. This is such a rare thing to be able to do. It's kind of like first strike. We won the first ever one, you know, of these. And, and so I think when you talk about what it means, like what Berlin means, this is take two, you know, and Sentinels one take one when it comes to international. And so that, that's the outcome of this. It's, do you belong where you are? And I think Sentinels won it in such a fashion that I don't really, even if they didn't perform as well here. Didn't they like not drop a map? They, Tens made, like, Tens performed at a level that was so absurd that when other people beat him in duels now in NA, I'm like, dang, that dude is good. <laughs> because cause Tens just didn't lose many of those. It's, it felt like in Iceland. So there's a lot at, at stake here. And it's not just about the trophy. I think it really is about, we've seen what can happen if your region falls down in a sport. You carry that baggage with you. So yeah. personally, I'm very hopeful that everybody shows up from NA because it makes the rest of what we accomplish that much more meaningful. Um, and if we ever hope to have a chance at really competing with Sentinels on our own turf, I think we want to do it in the terms that so far Sentinels has set, which is to say, if you beat Sentinels, you are arguably the best team in the world. And we're going to have so many more chances to beat Sentinels than we are going to, to beat Vision Strikers or any of these other teams. So for me, that's what I want. I want us to, to leave with a shine on NA and making ourselves proud. And hopefully we see people pop off too, right? Like, the thing, like I want to see Hiko clutch stuff. I want to see Asuna get a, an ace. Like all of this stuff, which I think is, is reasonable to expect to happen because I think our players are that good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Let's move to the, the the last and final segment, Cole. All right. And some this is... would argue it's the best one because it's time for the Molly. I'll do the honors. Please. Oh, it didn't play. Oh no! It didn't. The transition didn't play. <laughs> Let's try again. I'll do the honors. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Here that's, we are. That's bronze. That's bronze play pull when you you try to pop the molly but instead you uh you just i don't know hey man it's set up it's not my fault <laughs> you throw out it you throw out a stem, anyway you know. let's keep it rolling all right time for the incendiary cold this is the hot take from the community we, we can't make these takes so hot ourselves we rely on the community and this week it's coming from our own burnt cooter i mean bc uh <laughs> don't use his full name sir. sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean to use his government name uh <laughs> Here's, here's the take. Nitro mentioned on an interview that he thinks it could be a mental edge thing with Sentinels. Hmm. I personally feel like I've seen 100T play better than how they play against Sentinels. Can we consider this something validated with our performances against them? And if so, how does the team overcome the mental edge? Uh, Cole, do you want to take the first pass at responding to this take? Yeah. So first of all, when you've got a player outright saying it's a mental edge thing, then there's no real explanation because that's basically the last resort explanation for something for an athlete. You, d you never want to say it's a mental thing. Like they're just, we have, we have a mental block when it comes to that team. It's like, I, we're intimidated. We feel weak, you know, like that's just not part of that mentality. Right. So if right, they're saying right. that it's true. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, as BC said, I do think it, that it bears out with how we've played against them. 
in that we don't tend to do super well and we smurf on other teams. So <laughs> I, I, I mean with him saying that and w- the eye test kind of proving it sure. Like, yes, this is validated. I'm, I'm fully confident saying that. So then the question is how does the team overcome it? And the answer to that is pretty dang sucky. Cause there's two answers. One <laughs> is a complete overhaul of the team, right? You make mm-hmm. roster changes and you reset the squad so it's not the same squad, you know, going up against them. This time's different. This feels different. But guess what? We got a good team. I, w- I don't think that there's any viable reset. I'm not even sure there's a single roster move that would be good for us at the moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, uh, so that's tens. kind of... Well, but yeah, he's <laughs> not available, shall yeah. we say. Um so that's not an option. So the other option is you play them over and over and over again, and you slowly work your way up to beating them one time. <laughs> and then, like once you get that first victory, like, you know, you, you, you know that you've been there before and you know that you've done it. And that's what we're in the middle of, right? Look, I, I, again, you brought up, we have won against Sentinels in the past, but we haven't won against this Sentinels. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it does seem like we're working to get there. It does seem like we're making some progress with them. So uh, I think we're on this road already, which is good. But I hate to hear that admission that that's indeed what the problem is, even though I would have theorized it. (laughs) I just, I don't like hearing that mentality from an athlete. Yeah. I'm kind of torn on this one. I, I guess I'll agree with you that when somebody says that, that's not the first thing that you go to as a as a competitor to like to basically say like i don't know they've just got our number (laughs) yeah right you don't you don't really want to admit that because there you go if you're the other team it's like how do we prep for 100t i don't know just continue to be in their head um the thing that pops out at me when we play against sentinels is one the i feel like everybody on their team has just unbelievable aim and and like <laughs> genuinely it just feels like they outgun us so often and i don't really know what to do about that yeah um like i guess what i'll, I'll summarize it as say like i think they have great hands and that is a really hard thing to overcome um when you find yourself in these situations where it's like well 2v1 and we you know like there was one i can't remember the, and i'm not going to try to rattle off all the, but there was there was a play that happened in the and the person on the call, I think maybe DDK, said it seemed impossible for them to lose that. I think it was a three v one, and we just we just kind of got outgunned in a lot of yeah. these. So, you know, it's uh, and like to see tens take out. He had three one v one duels, people walking into the site on breeze, and he got them all. And you know, it's just so those are the kinds of things where I'm like, I mean, there is a thing where the other team is just better at shooting. And that is, <laughs> that is a really tough thing uh, when it's like, well, we, we did it right, um, but he got us all. And that but is they can why click they heads won. better than we can. <laughs> that is why they won that map. So, yeah. you know, I get, you know, you can, I guess I'll, I'll kind of finish this up by just saying there is a way to overcome that. And unfortunately, it's just that you have to be that much smarter when your opponent mm-hmm. is so much stronger. It's like well, you gotta you gotta work smarter then. Um and they're they're not dumb either, right? It's <laughs> they're good at that too. So Yeah. 
it's tough. I, there is no short or quick answer on this, and that's why they're the best team in the world. Well, and if there was any doubt whether there was uh, there's they're in our head or not, um, our Hundred Thieves fan podcast just devoted like over half an episode to talking about Sentinels. So there, yeah, there's there more evidence in favor of yes, they Which, are in our heads. But I would so much rather us do that, and this will be kind of the the outro to our show here, Cole. We're gonna wrap things up. Sure, we're in a good spot. Yes. The fact that we get to spend a lot of our podcast talking about the best team in the world and what we can do to be more competitive with them and how they're putting respect on our name and the fact that we're going to show up at an international tournament kind of side by side with them. That is a great place to be. That's where you want to be at this point in the game. And um, all the moves we've made up to this point have given us a seat at that table. So I, I think we're in a really good spot. I don't think we need to be, nobody needs to hit the panic button because we cannot beat Sentinels um they've shown the world how good they are cryptic calling out in chat they didn't drop a single map at iceland that's dominance uh we took more maps off them in this tournament than anybody else did in the entirety of iceland so that's good that's nice good stat nice yeah. i love that there you cool. go that's a quick stat for you so you know looking up we're, we're in a great spot we get to go to berlin we get to show the world what we're made of um and i think you know Hopefully we, we come back feeling really good about how it goes. We'll do another show at some point to either talk about how Berlin went some point this decade or, or maybe uh, how the first couple of rounds have gone. We'll see how ambitious we get and what probably what's happening with uh, LCS as well. Um, but that's the show Cole. It's called fast peak last week for a reason. It's a fast show. We're probably over time at this point, but thanks for, for listening thanks for hanging out thanks for rooting for the team it's a fun team it needs to be a good time love me some valor oh. berlin baby berlin or bust we're gonna go we're gonna run it up and we're gonna win some games and all the things that we know our team can do they're gonna have in clutch ace big brain lurk all of it it's gonna be great come back and celebrate with us after we do a really good job i'm not gonna say win it because sentinels is there but it's gonna be awesome. All right, Cole, we love you. We miss you already. Take care. One, honey. LA, crazy. One, honey. LA, all I.